Radio live here at LTN Con. I'm Radio Matt, and I'm sitting with, uh, not only your last name, I am Andrew, Andrew Lowen. Lowen. Okay, you are Andrew Lowen. I know that name. I yeah. just wasn't sure that was My the My gamertag is Lowen High, so... <laughs> That's so, yep. Andrew Lowen of Deliverance. You are yeah. one of our platinum level sponsors here at LTNCon. One of two, which you know we couldn't do the show without you. So thank you, so, literally. You know, well, so thank you very much. It's an honor to support what you guys do because <laughs> I really believe in it. Are you enjoying the con? I love this con. Yeah. I feel like, in, in a way, I feel like a little bit of a celebrity, like too big for my britches. But um, it's been a really fun con. I've had a lot of warm reception for Deliverance. Everybody's loving their experience, and I'm really enjoying just ex- experiencing all of the the nerdy Christians that are here um, that we get to kind of celebrate as fans together of things uh, uh, things that we love, you know. Yeah. So and you get to they're actually, my people. You're giving a, a breakout later today, aren't you? Yeah. So we'll be giving a breakout session at 4 p.m. They titled it um, "How to Make a Great Christian Game." And what my real topic is, is is like how I made deliverance and almost screwed it up over and over and over again. I'm pretty sure that was in parentheses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that. So deliverance, obviously, yeah, big presence here. Uh, we've got your beautiful ads running in the loop rotation there. This, how did this all start? Like, how, how did you get into yeah. making uh, tabletop games? So I was at, at, so as a kid, I played a lot of a lot of card games, like trading card games, Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, like tons of card games that died, Magi Nation and World of Warcraft trading card game and Warlord and Star Wars, um, the old Star Wars TCG, like way before Star Wars Destinies, which also died that I played. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so many games. And, um then I kind of got away from that into gaming. I eventually became a professional gamer playing Hearthstone. I wrote an article and it, I taught people how to basically be good at that game and they wanted me to, to train them. And this is kind of before Twitch TV. And uh, I went back, like, it was about a year ago and I looked and I saw my, my uh, training partner that we would just play games with like crazy. He has uh, 550,000 Twitch subscribers mm. on uh, for Hearthstone. Like, you're still playing Hearthstone? And what the heck? You have 550K subscribers? His name's Rainad27. Anyway, uh, I quit gaming cold turkey altogether. Um, I had uh, two kids, and I felt like God was calling me to fast from video games. Mm. You know, and so it was like, okay, I will... Abs- it's really more of an abstention, abstaining, because fasting's food, right? Uh, but... I abstained from playing video games so that I can devote that time to God and pray. When I felt that urge, it was like my indicator to pray. And at the end of this 40-day fast, October 1st, 2015, I started that fast. At the end of that 40 days, I felt God saying, lay the controller down, put your PC master race away, and just like be, just be okay with giving up video games. And I, I was at a point where I said, Okay, Lord, I, I will do it. I will obey you. I put 985 days played into my Rogue in World of Warcraft mm. over a 10-year period. That's three years of playing World of Warcraft, like, straight back-to-back, you know, <laughs> almost, right? And I and I laid down gaming completely, you know? And uh, I just, I found it so difficult to not get that nerdy outlet I needed to, like, re- I, we started reading books out loud. We read, like, The Wheel of Time. We read Lord of the Rings. We read, um, like, The Wingfeather Saga and a ton of other books, you know, that were Christian fantasy or some awesomeness. And and uh, so, finally, I just got the itch to be more nerdy. And I, I started playing tabletop games. 
and we found Catan. We played that every day for like 30 days, just my wife and I, and then we found Pandemic, and then we found out there were deeper games, and I started, I played Twilight Imperium, was like one of my first games I ever played. I was invited to, a, to a, a game. Anyway, I just, I was frustrated by the lack of games that, where I, you know, I was okay with playing games like World of Warcraft that have magic, voodoo, wit, you know, witchcraft. Sure. The warlock sucks the soul out of a squirrel and summons a demon with it. Like, it wasn't something that necessarily felt... I didn't feel like I was compromising my faith. However, my wife did. And she kind of encouraged me to see things in a different way that started to make me feel like I was compromising by playing games like that. Yeah. So we would buy a really awesome dungeon crawl and we would just... It would just be so sacrilegious. It was like, why am I playing? Why am I putting this into my head? We would throw it away. I remember spending $120 on this on Seventh Continent, which is I thought was like Indiana Jones and, and that kind of thing. And it just had all this like sacrilegious stuff. It's like, do I do I really want to like invest time into this? And I just was so sad, and I threw the thing away. I was just like, I don't I don't want. Not only do I want to not play this, I just don't want this to be in my house. But I'm so upset because it had such potential for me. And I just got mad at God and I told God, like, God, why, if you are this big God that is so powerful, why can't you make a game that is better than every other game that is just the best in its own class for what it is? Why do we have to have secular things? Why are Christian movies lame? Why are there, why is there no budget? for Christian movies. You are God. Like, you, the silver is yours, the gold is yours. You know, and, and I basically was saying, here am I, God, send me. So one day, I just got this idea in my head about Gabriel fighting the Prince of Persia and not beating him. So this is Gabriel, like the Mother Mary, you're going to have baby Jesus, Gabriel. And yet, a demon was not only able to withstand him in the Bible, in Daniel chapter 9, for anybody wondering, but was able to would have prevented him forever it seems because Michael the Archangel had to come and relieve Gabriel and occupy the Prince of Persia so that Gabriel could just get past him to deliver a message mm. and then after Gabriel finished delivering the message he had to come back and help Michael who was not able to defeat the Prince of Persia on his own and they had to tag team the Prince of Persia to finally beat this, this epic demon it's like okay that was like he should just have like the, the scroll of like God said to do this, get out of my way. And the prince is like, oh, I can't handle it. The light, you know, like why, how, you know? And I just, that's where the idea of like angels battling demons that weren't just going to fall over uh, came from. Yeah, it, it gives off a very, this present darkness, Frank Peretti vibe. Uh, looking, just like looking at the gameplay, uh, that's, that's the feel that I get. Because I remember first reading that book and yep. having the idea of like, oh, that's like, this stuff's really like happening all around us. Just we can't see it. Yeah, I think I think that's that's a beautiful idea. For, I never would have thought to put that into a tabletop uh, gameplay format. Yeah, but I, I love I love how it looks. I'm not I'm not super into the tabletop RPGs myself, uh -huh. but like when that comes and it's yep. it's coming at me like a freight train. Yep, Deliverance is definitely one of the first games I want to give a shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so been, also, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I've been told that it feels a lot like Frank Preddy's This Present Darkness when you're actually playing the game. Yeah. And I guess the twist that, that I make, if you will, is it focuses more on the spirit realm and what's happening there where the angels themselves are the main characters. Yeah. And the humans and humanity are, is like has this dramatic effect on the actual gameplay, but also they're like the supporting cast. 
So there's not like a main human character that meets the main angel characters and they tag team it or something. It's like the angels are doing stuff in the spirit realm and then they they have standing orders to protect saints and there are things happening that they're trying to like understand themselves because they're not human. Um, so the narrative is kind of flipped from that's right. Ready it's, book. Yeah. I got you. That's that's it's, oh. it's a beautiful idea. Yeah. So the Netflix got- special will be like probably three to five years from now, I'm sure. Dude, it would be great. <laughs> it would be fantastic. Well, Netflix would probably yeah, it, it would. But- <laughs> so y'all got started uh, with this game through Kickstarter. Is that correct? That's correct. So how did that we, process go? So we started. Uh, we made it to Kickstarter in twenty twenty one, and uh, we went. We launched June eighth, twenty twenty one, and we raised uh, $314,375. What was your initial goal? $39,000. So wow. we had, yeah, it was... Ne- nearly 10 times the amount? Yeah, it was like 806% of our initial goal. Wow. And then it, after that, we actually also raised another 175000 or so. A little bit more now. Um, our, if you want to buy the game, you can, by the way, it's at uh, deliverancethegame.com. It's open just for, um, by the time everybody's hearing this, uh, another week or so. And, um, but we've, we've, so we're closing pre-orders very soon and, um, actually placing the manufacturing order and shipping it to people. It'll, it'll get to everybody by like, uh, the end of quarter one, uh, yeah. in 2023. But, um, the, uh, the, uh, so sorry, I don't want to like bogart the conversation right now. What was your question? Let me make sure I address your question. I'm just asking the process of kickstarting and how okay, it's all yeah. gone. So so yeah, so we've raised almost a half million dollars, and um, that puts us as at, at number two, the highest funded Christian crowdfunded project of all time behind the Chosen, which wow. is uh, you know unless you or, I'm sorry the uh, uh, game we'll say we'll say game now. Wing Feather Saga crushed it on Angel Studios. You've got a couple of other projects, but at the time we were like right up there, right up there. So, and we're the the highest funded game, the you know board, yeah. uh, certainly uh, board game, and you know when when it comes to crowdfunding. So it's been uh, it's been pretty cool I mean, to have that's... like a hardcore group of fans that really want to see it exist. Yeah, that's you know? got that's got to be. Uh... A huge burden off the back of just like the will people accept it yeah. kind of thing. Because I feel like that's always how it is when you start a Kickstarter. Right. It's like, we're doing this because we just aren't sure anyone's going to care. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you come in and not only hit the goal, but smash it like yeah. that. We raised one hundred and forty. We, we raised uh, $39,000 in eight minutes. And we raised, uh, it was $141,000 by the end of the first day. Wow. And that blew me, blew my mind. (laughs) Um, I was live, you know, on a Facebook, uh, Facebook live. And it was, you know, just like, all right, we're going to see what happens. Like, here's my coffee. My wife and I are sitting there and we just like, okay, launch. And then five minutes in, like I hit the refresh button and it's like $31,000. Like I hit the refresh button (laughs) and we're almost funded. And that yeah, it was be a fantastic morning. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. it is, it is scary when you're like, you know, I, I really felt like I had not only to, because I'm a marketer, my day job is marketing. I run a marketing business and I market actually a lot of board games as well. So I thought if I do this right, then people should want it. You know, like I made this hypothesis of other Christians are out there like me that just want something that's really awesome. That's like, gives them that like epic video game tactical combat on a table feel without compromising 
faith in any way, shape, or form, and without compromising the quality and the innovation. Um, I made I made this guess that other people out there were like that. But when I hit the launch button, it's like right before that, it's like, but I could be wrong. I just feel like the the concept has to prove itself if it's going to be viable. It's not like you know God wants this to succeed. If it makes like you know thirty nine thousand dollars, it's like just enough to make it, deliver it to people, then it dies. You know, <laughs> dies in darkness. Yeah. It's like, but but now it's 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 bigger than that. So it's rolling. So what's what's coming next? Like what's you got? We got this going. You got this solidified. Yeah. It's going to be in everybody's hands soon. Yeah, so... What's next? <laughs> so we, so because of the success of Kickstarter and the graciousness of all of those things that we've, you know, the connections we've made, we are... Uh, so I hired my artist, Dan Maynard, full-time. He is working right now on the Deliverance expansion that's going to hit Kickstarter somewhere between, I'm going to say, 12 to 18 months from now. Um, depends on how fast we get the art done, but we've got the ability to hire game developers to help me kind of speed along the development process. We've got our system really well, you know, like the, the system is, is done. So we need to just add more awesome stuff to it, more angels, more demons, more campaign missions and, and other things like that. And that's what will, you know, keep people very interested. They just really want an expansion. Um, so we're working on an expansion and, uh, you know, keep, you know, watch, uh, you know, go to the Deliverance Facebook group. It's Deliverance the Game on Facebook. Um, but uh, you stay, keep your eyes peeled on that Facebook group for a cool announcement. But um, also, I'll give you guys a really special announcement as well. One of the one of the guys that I have with me here at LTNCon, his name's Chris Cantero. He is a uh, video game designer, and he's been working on the Deliverance video game for um, about six months. We are going to, we're going to launch on PC and we're going to try to launch on Switch. It's going to pro, I'm guessing it's going to be about two years before we actually get that thing out, but it's going to be a platformer that's very much like um, A Link to the Past, Death's Door, Hollow Knight, um, a little bit of those, that kind of feel with some, some serious Doom Eternal um, uh, flavor. One of the one of the, in fact the the last company that Chris worked for before he's before he's working on this he works for Unity now but um, he worked for ID Studios on Doom Eternal's wow and the concept of the glory kill just fascinated him and we're implementing that into Deliverance so if you like as you play through the game you've got kind of this very like you know a link to the past type vibe with yeah. your character that you're that you're playing. And you're going to gain items, kind of like Metroidvania style. You gain an item. It, it's going to, like, open more areas of the map. It's like, oh, now I can blow up the wall because I have the bomb, right? You know? And um, so stuff like that. And we're actually going to be unveiling a little bit of a trailer in um, the talk that I'll be doing at 4 o'clock. I'm going to have that same trailer or, or you know, if we want to tweak it or anything, a uh, very similar one that launches on our Facebook group when we're ready. That's so. pretty exciting right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's just... Um, I talked about this a little bit uh, earlier with uh, a couple of guys from Forge Gaming that, you know, like Christian video games in general have been the dream since NES and mm -hmm. they all stink. Yeah. <laughs> They're all <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, Spiritual I, Warfare on the NES. La the last yeah. one that I remember that was like a kind of Angels and Demons-esque was yep. that Left Behind PC uh -huh. game that they yeah. came out with that they really had to like. Well, you still have to kill people. 
Um, but it makes you sad. Yeah. <laughs> so you have sad points. That's funny. And I'm like, this is just, uh, no, you didn't work this out right. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like this kind of game would, again, translate perfectly. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting, dude. That's exciting. I'm not going to pressure you for more details because I know oh, you want to make it a big deal, but that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's my pleasure. Yeah, I, I've always felt like Christian games run this, that there's this fatal fly. They die on the starting blocks because they have to, they assume we have to be without sin and we have to show people the way when they themselves can't follow the way because they're dirty, rotten sinners making this game. <laughs> it's like, you don't understand. Like, you are depraved evil people that are in need of a savior how do you think you're going to make that perfect game you know and number two how do you think you're going to make it fun like let's like oh we'll just handle the demons by praying we'll lift our hand and say a prayer and the demons will be like ah the light his hand you know like they melt like vampires or something you know or it's just like dude you know that's just not going to be fun um not believable what's believable are, are like we're as humans we resonate with flawed characters right and so angels can't have they're perfect. Right. They can't be flawed, but they, in in the way that of a, like a sinner, they don't right. have like an awful past that they're trying to recover from or something necessarily. Um, but you do actually have a lot of room for work where it's like Michael the Archangel does not understand humans at all. He's like, just it should be this way. You only eat manna. I don't know why they're eating this steak and vegetables and you know that doesn't make any sense. And then you've got Christine who is actually the main character of the video game and also one of the characters in uh, Deliverance that has never been to Earth before, that worked in the temple ever since she was created all the way up until Jesus was like, hey, I'm the commander-in-chief. Michael, train her for war. It's time for you to train her for war. You know, and and it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm not good at this, you know? (laughs) It's like, I am not, you know, a, a warrior you know, are you sure you know what you're doing? Like, I'm a little, I believe you, but I'm a little scared right now. And each character has this, you know, almost like the the experiences are new to them in, in some way, you know. And um, it just brings the, the, it makes them real. It makes it feel like you can, like, resonate with them, you know. So, anyway. <laughs> I, um, I kind of get the vibes from, I, I don't know if you ever saw the 3D animated, very short-lived Angel Wars? No. You ever see that? No. That was uh-uh. a, a, like a very similar premise. There was a little more like futuristic looking. All the angels yeah. were very uh, uh-huh. not robotic, like but, visors, like yeah, this. that kind of that kind of <laughs> you know outfit or whatever. But it was the same way. It was like two two up and coming warrior angels who hadn't earned their wings yet, and uh-huh. were also like robot wings kind yep. of things. But uh, it, I mean, it had potential. Uh-huh. It just didn't have funding. Yeah. So they made three you know decent episodes that it could have uh-huh. gone somewhere, but. Um, yeah, very, very interesting concept. Yeah. I, I really like that. I think that's exciting. Um, Deliverance is one of the very few, a handful of games that gets to bear the current Love Thy Nerd. LTN yep. loves this game sticker. Yes. Uh, I mean, to... Love Thy Nerd has been uh, in your corner for a yep. long time. Yep. How did you all get involved with LTN? So it's, uh, it's fuzzy to me how it all began, but the, the concept of the... Uh, an organization in board games that said, hey, we're Christians and we're also board gamers. And it immediately was like, okay, this is a community for me. It's a really, you know, that's a, that's like a no-brainer. And um, a couple of years in, I asked for some help. I thought, okay, I'm working on this Christian game and I'm asking Christians for help. And nobody would help. Nobody. Nobody at all. And it was like my pastor at church was like, 
yeah, I know what you're doing, but um, I just I don't have I don't have time for that. It's like childish game, you know. It's like, but my pastor just doesn't even see the merit in having a conversation about it, um, and certainly not pushing it. Like they had uh, actually, I remember they had Kirk Cameron come in for to talk and and whatnot. And it maybe you know I'm sure they probably paid him something at first time or whatever. But he lived in the local area. And I'm like, Pastor, you have his number. I would love to talk to Kirk Cameron, mm. which I still would. If you know Kirk Cameron, I would love to <laughs> game it up with him um, and uh, just share deliverance with him. But my pastor would not make the connection at all mm. to any of his people or see him. I'm just like, man, that just hurts, you know? And uh, I, I found a lot of other influencers, we'll say Christian influencers, were the same way. They will not support because they feel like hey it's video games it's a waste of time why don't you just go sell all you have and preach to the poor instead or you know i mean that's like 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 they're not doing that either so you know and um or just they don't understand they're like i don't understand video games this internet thing it's just a fad that'll pass you know it's like those types of people are not going to be able to help me you know and uh i found the um the small grassroots other nerds that were feeling the same way that didn't really have a home were flocking to Love Thy Nerd. And so I asked Bubba Stalkup, who's the CEO of Love Thy Nerd right now, hey, will you join me at a board game convention? I'd love to have you introduce me to people that you know and help me. And he just said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And he, he came with me, found out I was not an axe murderer, and we had a great time. And his and the LTN organization, we when we went live on Kickstarter, we had this angel investor pledge, very tongue-in-cheek, uh, for like $750 that they bought and gave away to their crews. It was a real, really nice show of, of support. And I just felt like these people support me. They see what I'm doing and say, we want to help a fellow Christian rise higher. And that's like, dude, it just brings like tears to my eyes. <laughs> but I felt like, you know, there are so many people, like I helped a Christian ministry rise from 15,000 Facebook fans to 2 million Facebook fans. And I built their email list. We raised zero to 50,000 people in nine months. I went and bent over backward for those people and they would not touch or even talk about what it is that I was doing. They did not have time for it. It's like, you know, this is something that I have to go find other people that are willing to support. And LTN did that. And, and I kind of, for myself, I'm like, you know what? With my experience that I've had, I look to lift up other Christian creators that have worthy projects, worth lifting. It's like, I, my email list is 5,000. One day it'll be 500,000. I will still give people free lifting if it's a worthy initiative. I want Christian projects to succeed. I want to build the kingdom. I want to help LTN accomplish its mission of reaching that that nerdy neighbor, you know, yeah. in ways that you know a stiff shirted suit can't do it, you know. So that's that's you know <laughs> I'll step off my soapbox now. So um, I know you got to get back to to wrap up. You got a gameplay going. You want to see the end of? Uh, I know you said it a couple of times. Just one more time. Where can people find you online? Yeah. So you go to deliverancethegame.com and you're gonna have everything there. You can. Uh, 
join the uh, email list there. Uh, like I said, for the next week or two, you're going to be able to buy a game. You're, this is the last opportunity to pre-order the game at the current price of $89. It's going to go to $99 after that and higher shipping, and you're not going to be able to uh, to get it for... Uh, you're not going to be able to order it for six months. Um, and then uh, in addition to that, uh, we ha- we're on Facebook, we're on Discord. We have a game or a deliverance mod on Tabletop Simulator, if that's a thing that you guys like. It's free to play on Tabletop Simulator. We have over 600 people that would be happy to teach you on Discord. And, um, you know, if you feel like slaying demons by the righteous power of God, then, you know, maybe I'll see you across the table someday. Thank you so much for joining us, Andrew. All right. Uh, You have a good time. Yeah, thanks, Matt.